This podcast episode is brought to you by Paleo Valley's Organic Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Now, we all know that many olive oils are cut with seed oils or that they are rancid, and so it's not always easiest to find a quality and properly sourced olive oil. Yes, in case you didn't know, many store bought olive oils are diluted or blended, compromising both taste and quality, and may even cause rancidity. I'm really glad that Paleo Valley's extra virgin olive oil remains pure and unadulterated, sourced from a single organic valley in Greece. Paleo Valley ensures freshness and nutrient content by packaging their olive oil in dark glass bottles. At a certain point, I stopped using extra virgin olive oil, but once our practice started working with people with chronic inflammatory response syndrome or SIRS, we started recommending it for the reduction of TGF beta 1. It is an immune system marker that shows inflammation both for COVID 19, SIRS, and actually many other illnesses. So if your TGF beta 1 is high, you may want to try incorporating a little bit of extra virgin olive oil. Make sure to check it out. It comes in a two pack package. And remember, All Paleo Valley products are guaranteed with a money back guarantee. Go to paleovalley.com slash nwj to get 15% off your order. Thanks for supporting companies that support this podcast. Hey guys, it's Judy from Nutrition with Judy. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you guys are having a good week. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Judy Cho and I am a nutritional therapy practitioner. I work with clients to get to root cause healing. Oftentimes, we work on the gut using a meat based elimination diet. If you are unfamiliar with any of this stuff, I recommend you reading my book, Carnivore Cure. All right, so this video is going to talk about the five things you can do to improve stomach acid and overall digestion. Okay, so one, take betaine hydrochloric acid and stop your PPE. PPIs. So, if you've been taking any GERD support medication,、uh, PPIs, anything to help with reducing stomach acid because you're feeling heartburn and GERD, you just want to stop taking that. Obviously, you need to take it slow, work with your doctor, but you want to ideally stop taking those because that reduces your overall stomach acid. Remember, it is not that you have too much stomach acid when you're getting heartburn, it's oftentimes that you have too little. Your digestive process is basically not emptying fast enough. And so, all of That air, everything that the food, all of it's starting to rise up and that gives heartburn. So, we want the lever that's between the stomach and the small intestine to open up and it's slowing down. And oftentimes, it can be because you don't have enough stomach acid. And so, then it starts going upward, and any amount of acid in your esophagus is going to make you feel that burn. So, PPIs is a great band aid, but it is so harmful for your health. You don't want to be taking that. And so, instead, what you want to do is eat a cleaner diet. So, a meat based diet. Is ideal. And then you want to then increase your stomach acid so that you will help support the overall digestive process. You can help that lever between the stomach and the small intestine open. And so that everything will remove from your stomach and the digestive process will continue. So, betaine hydrochloric acid is one. Some people use other herbals because they just can't tolerate the betaine hydrochloric acid. So, they may use、um, some licorice or ginger or even some artichoke. And all of this will help with digestion. One thing is that. An easy way to kind of fix this kind of gap right now is to just take a digestive enzyme, hydrochloric acid, or some type of gut support that will help the process move along. But the biggest thing is to stop the PPIs. I know that, you know, Nexium and Prilosec and Prevacid, all of those things help. 
just not feel that burn. And I get it. I used to get heartburn a long time ago, but it is a band-aid that is so, so dangerous. And it also depletes you of nutrients. And not only that, your whole digestive process as you're trying to absorb the nutrients without enough stomach acid, you are not going to break down your foods well enough to then get nutrients to be absorbed. And that includes meats. Okay, number two, make sure to chew your food at least 15 to 30 times. Essentially, we have enough digestive enzymes within our mouth. One of them is amylase. Obviously, it breaks down more of the carbohydrates. But what it does is like when you are chewing or masticating, basically, you will have enough saliva, which has solutions and enzymes in it to help break down our foods. Essentially, if you chew enough, your meat should be easily able to be swallowed and that you don't need enough water. So the less water you drink, and the more you chew, the easier it'll be for your digestive process to then start you know, digesting your food. So you don't need as much of the breakdown in your stomach by your acid, and then it could be more readily available to be absorbed by the small intestine. So number three, this goes a little bit with number two, but as you're chewing enough, you shouldn't be needing a ton of water. One thing is I don't recommend drinking any coffees or teas or diuretics, Um, nothing but water, or maybe some broth, maybe some soup with your meals. But in general, you don't want to be drinking a lot of liquids because that will dilute your stomach acid and it will impair your whole digestive process. You want to be drinking as little as possible, maybe sip on water. A few ounces is not a big deal. Don't overly sweat it. Um, But ideally, if you don't drink a lot before like 30 minutes before your meal, and then 30 minutes after your meal, your acid in your stomach, which we need it to be at like one and a half to two will be the most acidic and the most concentrated so that it can do the best job at absorbing your nutrients. So imagine that you're not taking PPI. So you have more stomach acid overall, and you maybe you're taking some of the betaine hydrochloric acid right before your meal or Um, you could take the herbal extract, which is um, one of the products I use is mega guard. So you can use that right before you start eating. So you're kind of working through that process. And then instead of drinking a lot of water with your meals, um, you'll sip on a little bit of water and chew, chew, chew. And as you chew, you masticate your food, and then it becomes like a paste. And that's when you should kind of swallow again, 15 to 30 times and then swallow that. And then as it goes down, as you're not drinking a lot of water, your body will be the most prime for digestion. And so when it gets to the smallest intestine, it'll be better and readily available to be absorbed. Another recommendation I give is that you can also try to take apple cider vinegar. If you take it about 15 minutes before your meal, it will stimulate the digestive process. And this is why I'm not a fan of taking apple cider vinegar when you're fasting, because why stimulate the digestive process when you're trying to fast? It's just more torture, in my opinion, there may be some benefits while you fast, but the logic is not there for me. So if you were to eat uh, maybe 15 minutes, some people even do 30, but I would say 10 15 minutes before a meal, you could take a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar, you could chase it with a little bit of water, but that'll stimulate your digestive process. The only thing is, if you struggle with any candida, any fungal overgrowth, any yeast infections, any of these types of things, then you don't want to probably be consuming apple cider vinegar, because any fermented foods, including these apple cider vinegars can actually feed these opportunistic yeast. So you don't want to be taking that you don't want to be taking prebiotic foods like kombucha, uh, kimchi, sauerkraut, none of those foods. So that's another thing. But apple cider vinegar is sometimes a better option for some people than taking the betaine hydrochloric acid. The fifth one is smaller meals. So when you first eat a meat based diet, and you are struggling with the heartburn, if you think about it, if you put less in one meal at a time, it'll be easier for your digestive process to deal with it. So imagine eating two pounds at one time, and you're not used to eating OMAD, and all of a sudden you're eating meat based, and now you're eating OMAD or one meal a day, your body will kind of go into shock. It's just a lot of burden on the digestive process 
is one to break down the foods and then, you know, parse through any toxins and just filtration and all that, but then also to absorb the nutrients. So if you eat five times a day, and I'm not saying to do this long term, but just small meals so that you get accustomed to eating this way that you kind of ease your digestive process into it, and that you could eat small meals of maybe like 300 calories, 400 calories, so that then you can actually tolerate without the delaying of the gastric system so that it's not coming back up. So if you eat a small amount, it could just kind of go down. It doesn't work for everyone. Some people just do better with the larger meals so that there's longer periods so that they don't eat so then there's less risk of the GERD. So this is something that you will have to figure out for yourself. But for some of my clients, it works. A bonus tip I'll also recommend is the fat. Fat will slow down the digestive process. It's um, it's probably why we feel satiated for longer. We don't feel as many of the ups and downs with insulin and the hunger cravings or feeling hangry. Fat slows the digestive process. It's just a true thing. So if you know that and you cannot tolerate a lot of fat right now because you'll feel kind of the heartburn. So one thing you may just want to do is that you can try eating a little bit of the fat in the very beginning. Uh, you can try it in the middle. You can eat it at the end. Figure out what works for you. But you may have to just slow down with the fat and ease the body into it. Um, I had a client that was on PPIs for 30 years and he could not do any added fats for a while. I needed him to be on some ox bile. He had to be on some hydrochloric acid. He needed even liver and gallbladder support, like nutrients to support them to even start functioning really well. So as he kind of healed and was got more acclimated to eating a meat-based diet, then we could slowly add in like one tablespoon of butter and then another, but it took time. He did go through a period of heartburn, but but it wasn't as bad. And now after 30 years of being on PPIs, he is no longer on anything. Yes, if he eats foods outside of a meat-based diet, sometimes he does get heartburn, but it is nowhere near where he used to be. So these are ways that we can just increase digestion and help our stomach be able to digest and properly have enough of the stomach acid we need to break down our foods. In future videos, I will talk about other parts of the gut, like how do we support the microbiome? How do we support when we're not eating a lot of fibrous foods? And I'll talk through all of that. But for today's video, it's about how can we support the digestion just from the upper part of the digestive process. I hope that this has been helpful for you guys. If you find it helpful, please make sure to share with other people so that we can get the message of healing out to the communities. All right, guys, you know the drill. Make sure to eat a lot of meat. Take care of your bodies because it is the only place you have to live. I will talk to you guys soon. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Nutrition with Judy podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please make sure to leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast app so more listeners like you can find the show. If you want more practitioner care and support, head over to nutritionwithjudy.com groups so you can get more real talk about carnivore, the environment, and root cause healing. You can also find my content on Nutrition with Judy's YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Make sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter and learn more about in-depth articles with infographics at nutritionwithjudy.com slash articles. You can find my two books, Carnivore Cure and the Complete Carnivore Diet for Beginners on carnivorecure.com and amazon.com. At the heart of Nutrition with Judy's practice, our mission lies with a deep, unwavering passion for service and community. We will continue to empower you to have the knowledge and tools to live a life nearly symptom-free because we firmly believe in healing and wellness for all.